welcome to another episode of Under Pressure. I'm your host, Carly, and today we're going to be talking about how to write and self-publish your own book. I didn't list this as a let's talk about it because I'm not sure how long this is going to go, so I'm just going to dive into it and see where it takes me. So, self-publishing a book. I originally wanted to publish a book because I had a bunch of poetry that I had written and I really just like wanted it in my hands as like a physical copy copy that I could flip through because poetry helped me so much when I was going through college. Um, I was a biomedical sciences major so I mostly took like very analytical courses and I didn't have a lot of time to be creative when I was doing my coursework so reading poetry books really really helped me have that outlet and also I wrote poetry too during college so I had a bunch of poems that I had written all throughout college for different reasons and I just wanted to like put them together into a book for me um so I really thought about it and I put them into a website called Readsy and it's R-E-E-D-S-E-Y, Readsy, and it's free and it just helps you organize your book like into chapters essentially, but if you're writing a poetry book, you can just organize it by poems. It really helps you with formatting later on, but I didn't really do much through Readsy. I just did, um, I just put my poems into it so that I could move them around and see where, how I wanted to structure the book. But you can also hire an editor through it. You can format through it too. I'm not sure if it's free though, but I'll go on to explain how I did it after. But yeah, I used Readsy to really get a general overview of how my book would look like with all the poems lined up. It basically serves as like a table of contents. Like you just see the name of each poem. Like I listed the name as the chapter and I just had them all lined. So that's why I use Readsy. So my first step was to put all of the poems like in all of my journals. I just like went through all of my journals, r- ripped out all the poems and typed them up and put them into Readsy and read them as like a cohesive document. So that was the first thing I did. And then when I was in quarantine, that's when I first had the time to actually go forward with self-publishing. So after I graduated, I sat down with my computer and I just decided to turn it into a manuscript. So what I did, which took a long time, but I copy and pasted every poem from Readsy into a Word document and formatted it myself. I think for Kindle Direct Publishing, an eight by six layout is the easiest way to do it. And you can actually format a Word document into an eight by six and like when you export it as a pdf it's already in that format for you my next book i'm going to be using google docs so i'm not quite sure how that will work there but i think i'll be able to change the format yeah i just haven't looked into it yet but so i put everything into an eight by six word document and i formatted it myself like i made like the page that just says the title and then i made um readsy actually gives you a copyright paragraph so I just like copied that into my new manuscript that I was creating and I just copied all the poems over and I gave it my own table of contents um which was kind of difficult too because I had to like write up what page everything would be on and I gave it all page numbers in Microsoft Word but like adding another like this is kind of hard to explain but 
so you would have like one page or table of contents and then like adding a second page like threw all my pages off by one so doing that manually is kind of annoying but microsoft word also has like a shortcut to make a table of contents i don't think it worked well for me i think i did it manually i'm not sure though um so then when i had everything like finalized i proofread it myself i didn't get an editor just because it wasn't i wasn't planning on blowing it up like becoming a new york times bestseller i just really wanted a copy in my hand so i edited it read it um i think i might have sent it to a couple people that i know to read and then i exported it as a pdf and so the manuscript was essentially done so i had that on my computer and then i really wanted to do the illustration for the cover on my own because i enjoy drawing and i thought it would be a fun quarantine task so i just got out i think i use adobe fresco i think it's free i think it's free i'm not sure if i got access to it because of my school account but i still have access to it and i'm not in school anymore so i'm i think it might be free Anyway, I use Adobe Fresco, but if you have, and I also have an iPad and an Apple Pencil, so I just use my iPad and my Apple Pencil to do the illustration. But the background of Permission to Feel, if you don't know what my book looks like, um, the cover of it is on my website. It is the ebook cover. That's the same cover that I, I'm talking about. But I just did like a background of like a paint brush kind of thing. And then I drew in the little brain and the little heart and I just did little detailing. It's nothing really fancy. Um, and then I ended up, there's like a straight edge eraser and I just straight edged it around a square and added a border and called it a day. So the doodle, I thought it was really cute and I liked it and it was simple. So that's what I ended up doing on Adobe Fresco. And then I cropped that and moved it to canva which is another free service it's a free website and it allows you to make layouts of different things i used to use it as an ra to make like event posters and stuff but it's super easy and i just put my image that i had created onto it and like changed the background to gray and typed in my title of the book and my name and like formatted it into a page um it gets a little bit more complicated. I know it sounds pretty simple right now, but it gets a little bit more complicated because I use Kindle Direct Publishing. Now, if you just look up Kindle Direct Publishing, it's super easy to make an account and you can publish a book for free at any time of day at any point with no experience. Like it's very easy. It's through Amazon. So when your book is published on Kindle Direct Publishing, it goes onto Amazon. So if you don't want to publish to Amazon, you can also self-publish through barnesandnoble.com, but I think Amazon's easier because Barnes & Noble, you can you have to sell a thousand copies online before they consider it for the store. And Amazon, like it's just easier for people to get to. And also they keep less of the profit. Barnes & Noble keeps a lot of the profit. Um, for example, I listed a hardcover on Barnes & Noble version of this book later on. That's not what I did first. And I listed it for $15, I believe, and I only get like $2.50 per book. Versus Amazon, I listed it for $8 and I get about a little over $3 a book. So they keep a lot less of the profits. And they, Amazon, as soon as someone buys it, they put the royalties into your account. Royalties are like authors speak for your payment. So like a royalty is just how much of, how much 
sales you got of your book is coming to the author. That's like your payment. So it's just like your paycheck, your royalties. Um, so yeah, Kindle Direct Publishing will send that right to you. And it takes about a month to get paid. So like it's like there's weekly payments, bi-weekly payments, and then like a month is how much it takes you to get royalties. And I think it takes two months two months because it the month that you get it for is like posted the next month so it isn't like it doesn't come very fast but personally I didn't publish this book to make a lot of money off of it I published it literally just to have like a collective like portfolio of all my poems in college so it didn't really matter to me um yeah so anyway I used kindle direct and Kindle Direct, you can go in and format your cover on your own, or you can get help with it, but I wanted to do it on my own. And another thing on Kindle Direct is that in order to have a spine, like if you have permission to feel the Amazon version, um, it has a tiny little spine that says permission to feel in my name on it. And in order to even have that spine, you need to have at least 100 pages. And it'll explain it to you, I think, when you're publishing, but you need to have at least 100, page, 100 pages. Anything under 100 pages will just be like, essentially like a magazine like or like some magazines have spines but you know what I mean like a booklet that doesn't have a spine so I wanted mine to have a spine my next books will have a spine I just like that but when you have a spine that's so small because my book literally I made it like just over 100 pages so it had a very small spine it was at like the bare minimum of having a spine so that is really hard to format the cover because you have to format the cover if you want to do it on your own as like one sheet of paper so like you have to when you upload it it's going to be like in the format of like a piece of printer paper that's horizontal so like on the right will be your cover and then on the back on the left will be like your back cover and then in the middle you need to line it with the spine so i did that on canva and i just um like put what I wanted to put on the back and then what I wanted to put on the front and what I wanted to put on the spine, I lined it all. And then when you go to upload it, you don't know the dimensions until you're uploading it really. And then it will tell you like, oh, your spine isn't aligned where we need it. Like this will get cut off. And it took me, I kid you not, like 20 different resizings on Canva to get it right on Kindle Direct when I was uploading the cover. So that's very annoying. <laughs> Let me uh, tell you, that is very annoying. And then when I did it on Barnes & Noble, I think it was like another formatting thing like they had their own dimensions and it's definitely annoying formatting the cover on your own but it was worth it for me knowing that like I did all the work for it so yeah it's a downfall but it's self-publishing so I can't it's self-publishing alone so I can't really complain that much um so yeah I'd say the hardest part of self-publishing would be formatting the cover if you're going to make the cover yourself you can hire people to do the cover but I did it myself and that's just how it happened for me um my creative process as I kind of mentioned before was that I how I write poetry is I just write when I feel like writing and then I save it like in my journals so for the sequel of permission to feel that I'm writing and I will be releasing the title of that and what it's about soon on my instagram and tiktok so stay tuned but for now it's gonna stay a secret um but i am writing a sequel i'm gonna make permission to feel a series actually so that'll be exciting but what i do what i'm doing for my next book is i'm taking all of these poems i've written during the last year since quarantine and i'm putting them into a book like the same way i'm probably going to go into read c and upload them all and 
see how I want them formatted and aligned and then put them into a Google Doc and format it into an 8x6 and do all this whole process again. Um, And my cover is going to be similar to this cover. I'm probably just going to redo the image and the title and maybe the color. I'm not sure yet. But the title, like... The cover is the fun part of it. It's just annoying with the dimensions uploading it. So making the covers fun, but uploading it is annoying. So just be prepared to be patient with Kindle Direct when you're uploading your own cover because it is annoying, especially if you want to add a spine. Um, yeah, so I use Canva to make the cover and then Kindle Direct Publishing, I've said, is how you can self-publish your book. It's free. This is not an ad for them. I don't know anything about their ads. I just like them and they've given me no issues. Their payments are always on time. Like everything's super good. Um, they took like after you upload it and you finish your document and you hit upload, there's about 24, 20, I think it's like three to five days for them to review it. But I think mine was done like within 24 hours. And then I like had an email that said, hey, your book is live on Amazon. And it was like, whoa, cool. So you also have the option to order an author copy. And I'm not sure what happens with an author copy. It takes like three or four weeks and it's more expensive, I want to say. So I didn't do that. I just ordered a customer copy and had it within two days on Amazon Prime. So, and yeah, your book does come Amazon Prime. So you can just order it and you'll have it in two days. And like I said, when someone orders it, they print it and ship it for you. So you don't do anything after you publish it. It's literally out of your hands. You can just advertise it and it's super cool. You can also advertise it on Amazon, but that's like depends on your budget and how big you want your book to be. Like I said, I listed it for $8.99. And I get about three, little over $3 per book. Um, but also, like I said, it's so easy to have it sold on Amazon. Like they do everything for you. So I do nothing, which like, honestly, I think they deserve their profit. Like I know I'm not really about supporting big business, but they do everything for me and I don't do anything. So, and like, they're the reason why I get to hold my book, which is really freaking cool. Um, so I mean, it's worth it. And a lot of places do take a big cut of authors, like cuts of their books, which sucks. And that's why like people give you like a starving artist mentality because you don't make a lot of money per book, but it's definitely worth it. I think. Yeah. Anyway. So then after I already had it on Amazon, I went on to Barnes and Noble Publishing and you can also publish it for free on there. It's super easy too. And I decided to make that one a hardcover because I wanted a hardcover. So I actually have a couple hardcover copies myself and um, obviously my Amazon are paperback copies. So I have a couple of those. Um, Barnes and Noble, my book, I don't know if you know, there were only five copies, but my store my story is <laughs> not my story. Uh, Kingston, in Kingston, New York, where I grew up, I used to work at Barnes and Noble as an employee. And I technically am still a seasonal, seasonal employee there. They, like, I just know everyone in there. So the managers actually had some copies ordered to the store for me. But usually they only ordered like five to the store and I signed them and it was fun and people bought them. But usually you need to sell, I think their rule, last time I checked, which was, a decent amount of time ago so I'm not sure if it changed but 
um, you had to sell at least 1,000 online before you could apply to have your book in store. So Barnes & Noble is hard to get into. You can't just self-publish and then have your book on the shelves. You have to sell like a decent amount online before they consider even putting it in store. Um, so that's the downside of Barnes & Noble. They also take more of your cut. But yeah, it's super cool to have your book in your hand. Like what you worked on, super awesome. I... 10 out of 10 recommend it. It's amazing. It's an amazing experience. And it was also an amazing experience for people to give me feedback on it. Like I, like I said, I published it for me and then people just kind of found out, like, I was like, Oh, like check out this thing I did. And a bunch of people ordered it and they like had such great feedback on it. And it has errors and stuff. Like it was written by me in my bedroom in quarantine. So like, I wasn't expecting it to be perfect. And even the Barnes and Noble copy, like the, main art of it is like kind of off-centered but it is what it is like it's not perfect it was my first book I'm gonna try to make improvements for my second book and then maybe even more for my third book and it's just always like a learning process and it's really exciting and if you have something that you want published like I totally go for it like you don't lose anything if you have the time and you have a computer and internet access like just go publish your book like it's free and it's fun and your, your book is how much you want it to cost. So if you want to publish a book and make it 99 cents and buy it for 99 cents, then wait, no, that doesn't work. Sorry. You, Amazon does give you like a minimum printing cost. So you want it to be more than the printing cost. Like you can't make it less than the printing cost. So, but I think the printing cost is like a couple dollars. So yeah, if you want to make it like the printing cost and just don't make a profit off of it, like that's totally up to you. And also you have the option of making an ebook on both of those platforms. And I didn't make mine an ebook on Amazon because it you had to reformat it into an ebook and it was just more work than I felt like doing at the time and I just never revisited it. But when I made my re website for my podcast that you're listening to, thanks for listening, um, on my under pressure website, I listed my ebook as I listed my book as an ebook on there and I'm selling it directly on there. So if you buy an ebook off of my website under pressure, all of those profits go to me and yeah, so that's super easy. Um, through Squarespace, the website that I used, you get full, like you get all of the profits that people, like all the money that people spend on there is going right to you, which is super, super cool. And I think that ebooks and having your own website is a great way for authors to make money like i know they can't have their books printed but you get all of the money that you deserve from your creative child like the thing that you created you get all of the profits so that's really really cool and i think that if you can support an author through their website through an ebook like i would totally go for it like i know ebooks aren't always the best like i do like having physical copies of books but a lot of times when people own their own website that money is going right to them versus like if you buy it at a store they're probably getting like a couple dollars from it so i don't know it's up to you um yeah so i think i covered everything in how to self-publish a book if you're nervous about like everyone seeing your book it's really not like that like i think you have to try pretty hard to advertise it like people on amazon still can find it but like you can always publish it buy it yourself and then take it down like you don't have to keep it up there 
And if you feel really vulnerable, you don't have to tell anybody about it. Like people won't really find it unless they're looking for the book that you have. And you're the one who categorizes it. So you could even like put it in the wrong category and just buy it and like no one will find it. So if you want a copy literally for yourself, that's a great way to do it. Or if you want to share with the world, like that's also a great way to do it. You don't have to wait for a publisher to come sign you anymore. Like you can do it for free from the comfort of your home. Like go for it. Share what you have to share with the world. I'm telling you, you are so talented and people want to read what you want to put out there. So I think that's all from me. If you haven't checked out my book, Permission to Feel, go check it out because I will be working on the second book and publishing it within the next couple weeks. Very exciting stuff. So um, like I said, you can get it on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. Barnesandnoble.com is going to be $15. Um, and that's a hardcover and then Amazon is going to be $8.99 plus if you don't have prime shipping and that is a a paperback and then if you get it from my website all proceeds go to me and that is $10 for the ebook so yeah that is everything I have to say about that if you have any questions as always reach out to me I'm always available on my phone so uh, Instagram email my website all great places to find me ask me any questions. I love sharing the knowledge that I have. So yes, have a great rest of your week and lots of love. See you later.